TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! And now the pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez, and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he grabbed from behind by Baratek, and now the benches are empty. It's time for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yershinsky wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate. And Yershinsky not only bangs into Barrett, bangs onto the plate. And here they go. Step up to the plate for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner. Posenda getting into it with Barrett. And there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Contact right there. The fan. Welcome into the second hour of the hot corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that at the Les Schwab Tires Podcast. You can find that at 1080thefan.com or radio.com. Speaking of podcasts, the Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow at 4 o'clock, as it always does on Thursdays. Uh, we'll probably dabble in a little fresh hop as tis the season. I have only had one fresh hop beer so far. Which so, one? Uh, Eastside, because we were there. Oh, then I have an Elliot for you. I'm very excited. I have a couple in the fridge. I will save one for you. I haven't so, seen a lot on the shelves yet. Not yet. It takes a little time. Like, you can see them on draft, yeah. but you haven't quite, like, seen them packaged. Yeah. Um, Breakside's done. I had a, fresh a Bob's package this weekend, which I thought was... I saw it. I was on, like, damn, that's early. I saw it on it's the shelf. Because it's a month away. But. I saw it on the shelf. And I just haven't bought one, and I think I'm stupid for it. I love that beer. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of... Yeah, it was okay. Okay. Uh, so you can download that wherever you get your podcast, radio.com, 1080thefan.com, along with the first hour and second hour of the show and every other show we do on this wonderful, wonderful station here. I love this station. The station? These people are so great at Intercom. I would love to work for Intercom for the rest of my life. Ah. <laughs> All right, I'm over that. Uh, what's the score of this basketball game? Where are we at? 85-80. 85-80. You've actually chosen to watch this instead of the Timbers. I'm very yep. surprised. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I'm actually kind of into bubble basketball. Which is incredibly surprising to me. 
Because yeah, it's you. I think I think there <laughs> and basketball. <laughs> I think there have been some fun storylines with some stuff. I think bubble basketball is like borderline playground pickup basketball, but means something. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like there's no fans there. These guys aren't necessarily as worried about egos as if they were if there were a ton of fans in the stadium. Now they're just trying to kind of win games. And I've kind of really enjoyed that. Also, uh, I had this thought the other night. How fantastic is it that we don't have to see the Golden State Warriors in the playoffs? I mean, I mean, I know that we have the Lakers in it instead, but man, am I glad just not to see the Warriors in the playoffs this year? I'd also Wrong. like like to note as well, uh, this game already has more points than yesterday's game seven. And <laughs> 10, uh, I disagree. I love Clay Thompson. Also, the Warriors are fun to watch. The Warriors are fun to watch. Okay, um, but I've been I've been really digging it, and um, we just destroyed your point. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> come on. Um, um, I I was really into the Utah Denver series. I'm not as into this series because there's a lot of a lot of unlikable players for me on these two teams. But Game Seven's Game Seven. Uh, but the East has been actually fascinating, which it shouldn't be. You know what My I mean? My Miami Heat now. Uh, and your Miami Heat, well, then I will take my Boston Celtics mm. because Both Jason Tatum is a beast. He's quite is a man amongst children, and he's a child. How do you like that? Am I alone and like kind of wanted? To, I kind of wanted to see the Raptors almost repeat this year. I thought that would have been kind of cool. You know, you know, I think that's what's really fun about the Eastern Conference is it's all out. Honestly, outside of Milwaukee, it's all team basketball. Like Boston, I, play, Boston's always played good team basketball because of because of uh, when Doc was there and now with Brad Stevens and Eric Spolstro. Even when he had the big three, that was team basketball. Uh, it just had like three Hall of Famers on the squad. Former almost head coach of the Sherwood Bowman varsity basketball team, Eric Spolstro. <laughs> former Portland Pilot, yeah. You know, and Miami plays team basketball. Boston plays team basketball. Well, Miami uh, played team basketball to the fourth of game one when Jimmy Butler literally said, I'm not passing the ball <laughs> and then scored 40. But hey, the team agreed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, that is team basketball Mike you got it bud we'll support you I confessed this on primetime yesterday I have a really hard time getting jacked up about Eastern Conference basketball it's rough it's not like when we were kids man I I don't we were kids Eastern Conference basketball was life I just don't I have a hard time Michael but yes I have a hard time and Patrick I have a hard time connecting not you but you did you just throw Ewing out there well he was a Nick (laughs) Reggie Miller over Patrick Ewing every day of my life who did I grow up watching the same people I did. The Knicks. Because oh, the Knicks were on TV. Fair. I grew up watching the Pacers and the Reggie. Reggie. Uh, I I have a really hard time caring mm-hmm. about the East. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of players over well, there that I care about. Since then, it's been West dominant. Right. But it's more about the players. Like, I, There's a lot of players in the East that I just don't really have much of a, an affinity for. Fair. I don't dislike anybody. They're just kind of players that are good. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I, I really like Kawhi Leonard a lot. Sure. Why not? Um, you know, you can like or dislike LeBron. I think he's kind of a douche, but I like watching LeBron play, right? Obviously, I mean, the Blazers are in the West. LeBron is generational. Right. I'm just, but yeah, I mean, people hate LeBron, but I like sure. watching LeBron play a lot. I don't. Uh, really. I like Donovan Mitchell a lot. Yeah, I uh, like him a lot. Jamal too. Murray really opened my eyes in that series as well. He really did. I like Rudy Gobert, Jokic. You but know, I like big guys that can stretch the floor. Now that I've tied my bandwagon to the Heat. All of a sudden, I care a little bit more. Yeah. Now that I came out before <clears throat> game one and said the Heat are beating the Bucks and they're up 2 0, I'm like puffing my chest out. Yeah. And I'm like, now I got to care. 
I got to be Myers Leonard cheerleader. Style. Yeah, and I'm tying my wagon to the Celtics because I mean, I wish Gordon Hayward were healthy. Um, I'm worried that he might be done. Mm. You know, like Hard he'll play, back. like he'll play for a while, but not be the Gordon Hayward we know. But I love Brad Stevens. I love, love, love. I mean, my two favorite coaches that aren't the best coaches in the NBA. You know, because like you have your tier, but the guys that I really like are Brad Stevens and Billy Donovan. Why is that? Because I love college basketball. Because I love college basketball, uh, and I love Brad Stevens a lot. And Jason Tatum is my favorite player in the NBA that is not a Blazer or Clay Thompson, because of like just personal reasons. You really know? good. You know, I'm a Blazer fan. I went to school with Clay. Jason Tatum is my guy. So you you hitch your horse to the Heat. I'm going to hitch my horse to the Celtics. Now watch both teams blow 2-0 leads, and it's going to be the Bucs versus no, the Raptors. No, baby. No, finals. baby. I think I think we're looking at Celtics heat in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I think that is going to be some fun basketball. That's going to be coaching. That's going to be who can not give in to pressure. You know what I mean? Like play what you play. You know, Jimmy Butler – you try to do that fourth quarter heroic Dame stuff, like you might lose that way. Like Tatum, maybe you need to pass the ball, you know, that kind of stuff. Like maybe they need to keep up with their defense. I think Heat Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals would be some of the coolest thing I've seen in a long time. Also for some Bubble reason, basketball. it makes me happy that Giannis and the Bucks aren't very good. You know, it's They're took, not fun to watch. It took me like one game of watching them against the Heat. I was like, I don't like them. You know, I, I, I don't want to see them. And no, I'm good on them. I don't dislike Giannis. Like Giannis is great. Right. But he doesn't excite me as a player. He can't hit a shot. That's yeah. He's ball dominant, which can be good if you're as good as he is. Sure. And I don't know. It's the last two years. The Bucks haven't done it. And the Bucks have been, they were supposed to have been the best team. Right. And, and, and it's different. And than yeah, like, I know last year was game seven and it yeah, was a shot. Sure. Da, 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 da. But they didn't get it done. And it's different if it's different when you compare like Giannis and Kawhi. Okay. Both of them don't play like uber exciting, sexy basketball, but Kawhi is good at everything. You know, like he is above average at everything and really strong at a couple things to where Giannis is kind of just really good at, at everything. Except for shooting. Except for like, he's got more Nate, like, Kawhi has no holes in his game. No. He's Giannis, not he's not sexy, but he's got no holes in his game. Giannis's athleticism is pushes, freakish. Pushes everything up a notch for it's, him. It's freakish. It's crazy. A guy that big that can do that. I don't know. I just I don't I don't get off when I watch him play basketball. He's I don't want to say he's boring, but I don't I think he's boring. I just don't care. I, yeah, that's that might be the best way to put it. I just don't care about him. Not as a person. Oh, oh, he seems like a wonderful human Actually, being. Actually, maybe as a person. I mean, what? Do you really care about every random athlete? No, I don't. No, care. no, no. But he does seem like a good guy. Yeah. I will throw that out there. He seems like a douchey. I don't really care <clears throat> about him as a person, but I mean, <laughs> I mean as a player. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, he seems like a very good person. I'd rather watch. I like that he messes with his wife or girlfriend on videos where like, <laughs> he just openly talks about sex stuff, and she's like, stop. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, I love Jason Tatum. He is sexy to me. I like Bam out of bio a lot. I know you do. Ah, I love this. You're the Heat. I'm the Celtics. If they meet in the Eastern Conference Finals, we should wager. Okay. 
Maybe a sandwich bet or something. No, we could do more than a sandwich bet. And Spo. And Spo. I like Spo. I like Spo, too. UP went to Jesuit. He's, a, he's an area native. I like Spo. Well, he's not really a native. He was born elsewhere. But he I lived like, He lived here. I thought everybody gave Pat Riley too much credit for those titles. And uh, I think I think Spo is fantastic. I mean, Pat Riley deserves a lot of credit. He's sure. Great. Sure. <laughs> sure. 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 Showtime. I think Spo is a fantastic coach. All right, when we come back, uh, do the Tampa Bay Rays have a fighting chance in the American League? We'll if get we to do that. that tease for the third time, will we get to the segment? <laughs> we will get to the segment. We'll Tune do in that. To find out. We'll do that next on the Hot Corner. Ten eighty, the fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on ten eighty, the fan. Houston 99, OKC 96, six and a half left in the fourth. If you're curious on that, we'll probably switch over the Timbers here in a second just to kind of fun the back and forth. There's no commercials in soccer, but there are commercials in baseball or in basketball. So we'll end baseball too for that. So I might switch over during commercial breaks to kind of check on some stuff. Joe sent us a video. Yeah. You can hear it on my phone. This is the Alaska Nanooks. New Haluk? It's a hockey team? Yeah, that's the is this uni- Bull Durham? That's the University of Alaska Fairbanks. So they this is their promotional video for a hockey game or yeah. season. Like their home um, game intros before the team would so, skate onto the ice. So it starts off, first of all, as an Anuka polar bear, because I guess that's their mascot. Yes. Um it starts off with an ice breaking ship and then a polar bear the size of Godzilla. Leaves the ice. I love polar bears. Do you know they're the ultimate alpha animal? Really? Yep. They're the top of the food chain. Did not know that. Yeah. Un, un, like no weapons aside, like hand-to-hand combat, the polar bear is the number one alpha. It Apex. takes out a lightsaber. Apex predator. Thank you. It takes out a lightsaber hockey stick, then slices the ice-breaking ship in half. They're called laser swords. And then all of a sudden, uh, the universities that they've played are exploding. <laughs> And then it's a spaceship, and the polar bear's on the spaceship, and then he's uh, on skates on ice with his lightsaber hockey stick. I mean, the video really has everything. It has, uh, like, a Top Gun theme to it. Boy, were you not kidding. It does have everything. It's got alchemy. I mean, it's it's really one of the best. I love that team. you just said alchemy. It's really one of the best team intro videos of all time. It was Scott Foster, by the way. That was freaking out on the uh... on Westbrook, I believe. Yeah. No, it was another ref. Oh, um, I don't Foster know. is in this game. You're right, right. But it was this other ref in the game. Yeah. Tampa. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm about to derail this. I mean, I'm going to talk about Tampa. I mean, we can just okay. next. Okay. Okay. Long story. Long story short, Araldis Chapman threw at this dude's head, Mike Brousseau. Maybe threw, intentionally. It maybe intentionally. And then struck him out in the next pitch, and people didn't like it, and that's kind of what went down. There's a and, history with this because uh, three years ago, if you watch the John Boy video, he does a breakdown of this. Hopefully you guys are all following John Boy who listen because he's a great baseball follower. Even though he's a Yankee fan, he does a good breakdown videos. Uh, three years ago, there there was some back and forth about both sides pitching each other up and in. They didn't like it. Andrew Kittridge, if you remember that reliever, uh, threw behind Austin Romine intentionally. And ever since then, both teams have kind of just been thrown up and in at each other. The Yankees have hit the Rays 20 times in the last three years. The Rays have hit the Yankees 14 or 15 times in the last three years. Mm-hmm. Um, there's bad blood. 
Yep. And after the Chapman pitch yesterday, well, in the first inning, Tanaka hit Joey Wendell. But I don't think he did that intentionally. Everyone says it was intentional on the Rays. I don't know, right? I Tanaka doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. He I just doesn't. But maybe that's why you use him as the intentional thrower because, well. Yeah, maybe people just don't assume. He threw inside twice in a row at him. I think it was, I think it was intentional. Maybe he likes him outside. Um, then Chapman does the thing. I don't think Chapman did it intentionally. Chapman's super wild. It came straight at his head. It was 101 miles an hour. Straight at his head. And it almost head. hit him. I don't know how he didn't get hit. It would thank, have killed him. Thank God he didn't get hit. It would have killed him. Um, I don't think that was intentional. Chapman is incredibly wild. Mm-hmm. But it may have been. I don't know. And that's a stupid pitch if that's what you're going to do. Right? Don't throw it at someone's head. Uh, actually, strangely enough, a Yankee pitcher hit a right today. Unintentionally. And they threw him out. I mean, it was it was clear as day unintentionally. Yeah. It was a ball that just went like yeah, darting yeah, inside. Yeah, but you know, it's gonna happen. It threw him out. It's gonna happen. The scary thing about this were the comments by Kevin Cash after the game. <laughs> that Ke- that's what really kind of Kevin Cash is doubling tensions. down on this. And I, you know, I think a lot of this situation is, I think for the longest time, the Yankees were able to kind of play big brother, you know, a little bit of a bully. Especially to Tampa. Uh, and, and to, I, that's what I mean, to Tampa. That the Yankees were kind of able to play big brother, but a- actually not big brother, the bully down the street. And I think they got away with it without without a lot of us kind of knowing they were doing it. And I think when you get to a season like now, which is with – there's no pomp and circumstance. You might be playing in Yankee Stadium, but there's nobody there. It is literally your nine on nine. And I think Kevin Cash, who, you know, we talked last week, we thought Bob Melvin is probably winning manager of the year. Not so fast. My horse is Kevin Cash. He, I think, has, I think he has pleaded this and led his team to believe that I am not scared of those guys anymore. This isn't the New York Yankees. This is just the, the New Yankees. York baseball team. This, this is the just Yankees. the Yankees. Yeah. Like, who cares? This isn't the New York Yankees now batting number two. You know, this isn't them. We can do this. And they're tired of being pushed around. And they're going to fight back. And guess what? They have the best record in the American League. Yep. And they, uh, we just talked about Oakland being the best team in the American League. I don't know if that's true. I didn't realize that Tampa had jumped them. Well, Tampa was is scorching hot right now. Well, right. And Oakland's dealing with their COVID stuff, but I didn't realize that Tampa had jumped them. Maybe Tampa is the best team in the American League, despite all the injuries they've dealt with. But I think it says a lot to that team and says a lot to Kevin Cash that they. For the first, maybe the first time in a long time, are not going to be pushed around by the Yankees. Well, a couple of things. So today was the last game between those two teams this regular season. Oh, that's sad. The Rays finish 8-2 and two against the Yankees. Give me the playoffs. Year. Give me the playoffs. I, I do hope that it'd be a great series. It, uh, that American League Championship Series, Yanks, Rays, sign me up. Um, They have a, a dynamite bullpen. I guess up. it wouldn't be ALCS. It would probably be division round. Uh, it depends on the seating. Yeah. yeah. Random. Uh, they have a dynamite bullpen of guys you've never heard of. Their whole team has got, well, there are guys that we've heard of. I was just looking at this. Like Mike Rousseau, I've honestly never heard of him. Kevin Smith, Brian O'Grady, 
there's, you know, there's Brandon Lowe, Yandy Diaz, Kevin Kiermeyer, Austin Meadows, you know, Choi. Like, there, there's a lot of guys that I have heard of, but there's dudes on this team. I'm like, what are your names? The, Who are you? The, the Rays have one weakness. Their lineup is not great. No. They don't score a lot of runs. They have a really good starting rotation. You've got Snell, you've got Glass now, and you've got um, Morton. And they've got a solid. They got a fire bullpen. Seriously, that bullpen is terrifying. Bullpen is great. Uh, Chaz Rowe is hurt right now, but he threw in a game earlier against the Yankees. This is not an exaggeration. 18 consecutive sliders, and they couldn't hit it. I they knew it. it was coming, and he, they couldn't hit it. Well, I'm a Corey Kluber kid, so you know I love sliders. They are very, very good. Uh, they're both Yankees and Rays dealing with a ton of injuries. Mm-hmm. I would I would argue the Yankees are dealing with more impactful injuries. I would agree with that. I mean, the Yanks aren't at full strength. No. And the, the Rays Yanks are better than they are right now. There's, I, I agree. There's no lie about that. I think the Yanks have the better roster, but right now. You can only trot the guys out. You can Rays, trot out. The Rays are playing better together. Yeah. There's more energy on that team. <clears> and <throat> today's game was a perfect example. So Cash comes out. Cash should not have said what he said. I think it's great that he said it because it's he's standing up for his team, but I have a stable of 98-mile-per-hour arms that's ready to go. I loved it. That's what I mean, though. Like, he, dude, you're now you're threatening. Like That's a little like, – I but, was like, whoa. But that's what I mean. I think he has been in Tampa long enough, and he has felt bullied and pushed around by the Yankees enough that he's tired of it. But what they did today, instead of hitting the Yankees, which I thought they were going to do, but I guess with Cash being suspended, maybe you don't do that. Um Cash is also smart. They You're welcome. They absolutely Sincerely Cleveland. Was he a Cleveland guy? Yeah. Really? He was on our pitching staff. He's a Tito guy. This is what they did to start the game. Double. Home run. Single. Home run. Double. No outs. Nothing. They just torched Jordan Montgomery. And that's what I liked about it. It's as much as, a, as as I'm a Yankee fan and I hated seeing it. Who, who'd you throw today? Montgomery. Um, well, I mean, he's been fine, but you know what I mean. I love Instead you. of hitting. If Michael Brantley was on the Yankees, you'd be like, yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> guilty. You would. You would. Don't lie to me. I said, guil- I said guilty. <laughs> but what I loved about it was they didn't hit anybody. Yeah. They just went out and dis- eviscerated Jordan <clears throat> Montgomery where he didn't even make it out of the first inning. Oh, I love it. Uh, then they got two K's and then reached first on catch interference walk. And then they took Montgomery out of the game and it was four, nothing. And the Yankees lost five two. I mean, the game was over in the first inning. Mm-hmm. You could just tell the feeling it was, it was done. And that's cool. Like if you're a really good team, you can just do that. You can just put your foot on the, on the neck of your opponent and just say, you're not winning this game. Sorry. Like we know you don't have judge and Stanton <clears throat> and Torres and all those guys to help. What are you going to do? That's oh, Clint Frazier at a home run? Cool. Solo shot is 5-1. to one. What are you going to do? That's what I mean. Oh, LeMay, who had a single in the ninth? Too bad it's the ninth inning. You guys suck. Like, that's... That's what I mean. I get it. Yeah. The Rays are for real. <clears throat> and I, Kevin Cash fan, is my manager of the year right now. As a Yankee fan, I, I, I crave that rivalry with another team. Sure. And the Red Sox are garbage right the now. The Red Sox so, are the worst team in the American League. So the rivalry like, doesn't, by really, far. doesn't really exist. The Angels are really bad, too. Uh, the Let's see. The Angels are really bad. The the I don't mean to derail us too much. The Red Sox have given up 40 more runs than the Angels. Mm. Yeah, their pitching is terrible. I, I want that and, rivalry. And the, and the Angels have only scored one run more than the Red Sox. And the Astros are that for the Yankees for sure, especially <clears> after last year. But you're not playing the Astros unless you get to the playoffs because of the regional schedule. So here comes the Rays. It's already been a bubbling rivalry. I love it. 
Just I get, love it too. I mean, like if it's, you it's have must watch baseball. If you're a fan of a team, you better have one or two teams that you do not want to see or you do want to see because it's a rivalry. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Do the Indians have a rivalry right now? Uh, it's the, the White Sox. It's the White Sox. Not the Twins. The White Sox are the American League version of the Padres. Mm. But I mean, I'm talking about a couple of years worth of. Oh, contention. I hate the Twins. I hate the Twins with a fiery passion. But the yeah. Twins have kind of fallen off. They're the seventh seed right now. It's cool. Yeah, they can't hit for some reason. Uh, it's cool that. Can't pitch either. You have those rivalries, Ayo. you know? I'm sorry that you don't have that, Joe. Yeah. At some point, you'll get it back. Hey, man, the Orioles so are I'm the not, 10th I'm seed. not saying that to take a shot. I'm like, oh, yeah, what, what's Joe's rivalry? I was like, oh, well, when you're a bad team, you don't really have rivals. The Orioles Who was the rival when they made the playoffs? The Orioles are three and a half back from making the wild card. That's good. No, who was who was their rival when they made the playoffs those couple of years? Like who did you hate but love playing? Rangers, uh, Rangers, the, I, Blue Jays. I Blue really Jays. didn't like the Tigers Ooh. at that point. They, the Tigers were um, nobody they were on the back likes end the Tigers. Run. Nobody likes the Tigers. I must repeat this: nobody likes the Tigers. They're the most trash American League organization. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like the Tigers. Sorry, there's nobody I hate more than them. Basically, at that point, because the Orioles were doing good, I just hated everybody in the AL East that much more. So yeah, I mean, let's not forget. Because I finally like, could like rub it in their face. Yeah, like, let's, ah. let's not forget late '90s, like throughout the '90s, I the hate Orioles the Sox, fought though. the Yankees all day, every day, to the point where the Yankees were like, "God, these guys are annoying." Let's just sign Mike Mussina and call it a day, <laughs> and then it was over. You know what I mean? Uh, you, know you, know, who I, you know, you know who I hated on the Orioles? Huh? Brian Roberts. He was always on base. Just fundamentally sound he baseball player. We couldn't player get there. him out. Well, I always hated Brady Anderson because of all the pills. And then you guys ended up picking and... him up. Did oh, we yeah. Get, did we get Brian Roberts, too? I think so. Towards yeah, the back yeah, end. Yeah. That's what yeah, the you guys are like, how do, how do we squash this person? You're like you're like Microsoft. Just buy him and end him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got to go. We're, wow. we're bad against the clock. So we'll get out of here. Oh, uh, whatever. We're going to do fair or foul next. It'll probably be a real quick one. And first, here's Joe with sports. <laughs> Is it fair? Oh my That's goodness. A fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is fair or foul on the hot corner on 1080 The Fan. We're running out of time, so I turn this to Joe Fisher, fair or foul? Okay, how's it, Jose Altuve? Uh, he has never hit less than 280 in his career, fair or foul? Oh, whoa. Jose Altuve, is, is there a minimum game requirement? No. You're just talking about like real seasons? Every season. I'm going to say foul. Can I, can I ask a question? No. How many games did he play in his first season? Good question. That you weren't supposed to ask. I said no. You couldn't ask that. Uh, because Joe see. didn't have it up, and he has to now go search for his <laughs> uh, He played 57 games his rookie season. Okay, I'll give it that. 57 is not half, but... I don't think that's enough to qualify, though, right? It's not enough to... Uh, 61, I believe, is enough to qualify. I'm going to say foul, and I think he hit 274 one year. Uh, I say foul because of 2020. I'm joking. Uh, I will say fair. I think his progression was everyone thought this kid was a Hall of Famer, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that his first season he batted over 280. You know what? Because you asked that uh, how many games played question, I will call this uh, a push 
pitch because his uh, rookie year, he did bat 276. Oh, I was going to say six, and I decided to go a little lower. That would have been awesome if I got that right on a total lark. But every other season, it's been at least 283. 283, 290, and then every other season besides that. Oh, uh, last year he hit 298. No Chris Davis with the K. Oh. He's no Crush Davis. We're getting to Crush Davis. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Are you really teasing 247 Crush Davis at me? No, he's te- he's teasing Chris Davis, Crush Davis. Right? Oh, dang it. Uh, fair or foul? C or K? What to see? Dang it. Of course, it's Joe. He's want, an Oriole fan. I want Crush, man. Fair or foul? Crush sucks this year. Chris Davis. He'll still hit 247. Has an <laughs> OPS... Above 500. Oh, I have no idea how much he actually plays. That's the he, best like, part about it. I don't think he plays at all. Like every time I check but an Oriole box like, score, I never see him in the box <laughs> but score. But he played Good. like three games and made it happen. What is going on in the... Never mind. Uh, I think the answer is fair. What is going on? PJ yeah. Tucker and James that Harden? Was a, there, there was great defense. He blocked a three. And then they tried to throw the ball off of a Rockets player to get it. Harden blocked it. Wow. He tried to throw it off hard, and he jumped over oh. the ball, and it didn't hit him, and he threw it out of bounds. Wow. I feel like I'm going to have to, like, watch this game again tonight. Look at James Harden playing some defense, man. First time in his whole life. At uh, least first I've seen since ASU. Okay. Uh, I think the answer is Look at that. fair. <laughs> he just because over. I bet you he played in two games and hit <laughs> one home run. That's an unreal play, I will say. James Harden is not clutch, but that was clutch. James Harden's hair is Okay, stupid. sorry. Uh, the answer is foul because he sucks. Unfortunately, it is foul. Chris Davis has an OPS of 357. Ooh, that ain't good, baby. I think that's worse than bad. That ain't good. That might be historically low. That's real bad. Uh, 173 slugging. Wow. Oof. Oh, excuse me. No, that's on base percentage. Oh, thank God. Slugging's not thank any God. <laughs> Slugging's not any but uh, better. 184. Slugging. Oh God, that's bad. Like a bad on base percentage. Like a bad on base percentage is one thing, but when your sl- slugging starts creeping under like 250, you're in trouble. So that was why my initial reaction was like, Oh God, thank God it's not that low. But then you told me it is that low. Uh, batting average 122. So sorry, I cannot get enough. That was. The Rockets just played the best defense I've ever seen them play as they got that stop. That was incredible. And Chris Paul's like, it touched him. It, it touched him. It did not. Reverend touched him. Yeah, that's the look of Chris Paul's face knowing that he's wrong. Yeah, he's, he's just trying lost. everything yep, to you're come out, up dude. with an excuse. Um, all right. And then an opinion-based one. Aroldis Chapman, three-game suspension, too little. Fair or foul? Uh, foul. He, there's no way to prove that he did it intentionally. Yeah, because no. you lose uh, your fastballs like a curveball, right? Oh, that one just slipped. Have you ever watched the Rawlins uh, Chapman yeah, pitch? Yeah, this, this is going to be true. Mike. This is going to be Mike's argument. Have you ever seen a Rawlins Chapman pitch? He's a little wild. They're up by two with two outs in the ninth. Why would he put the tying run on? Base? He would have Chapman. He because he would have killed him in the process. You can't be on first if you're dead. Is that a rule in baseball? That, that is, that is a rule He's in baseball. Dead. No pinch runner. Yeah, we're not going to talk about Crush Davis. I believe Crash Davis from the Durham Bulls would say if he can't be on first, if he's dead. I think I think that. And as Rachel in 
the former owner of the Cleveland Indians in Major League would say, cross him off then. I think three games is fair. I think it's super fair, you too. You can't prove that he did it intentionally, but you can't prove the other way either. Uh, it's possible it was intentional. It's uh, possible it was unintentional. It's Chapman. He's super wild, but also it's Chapman. He's kind of a hothead, and the Rays and Yankees hate each other, so three games is perfect. I think as the standard... The three games is fine. I also think with his appeal, it'll probably be knocked down to two because you can't mm. prove that he did it intentionally. No, he'll stick with three. I, I'm okay with three, and I think this this is fair. The thing is, is Major League Baseball gets suspensions of pitchers, starters, and relievers so wrong. It, they are you so mean Joe terrible. Carr suspended eight games. <clears throat> well, uh, yeah, yeah, that's part of it. But it's like somebody gets a fight, and they're like. Okay, Jack Flaherty, you're suspended for five games. And he's like, cool, I got one extra day of bullpen session. Thanks. You know, it's like he wasn't going to play any of those games anyway. So Raulis Chapman just closed. There's a good chance he wasn't going to pitch today. So that's game one. And that just means on the fourth day, then he comes back and he's fully healthy. Yeah, three games is fine, but Major League Baseball sucks. Ooh, I like this on the text line just real quick for extra credit. Who wins a title sooner? Baltimore DC version. Angelos, Dan Snyder, Ted Leonisis? I don't no. know who these people are. Uh, Angelos is the owner of the Orioles. Okay. Snyder, uh, the owner of the Washington football team. Right. And yeah. then uh, he's a POS. Yeah. Leonisis, I don't know how you say his name. He's the Wizards owner. So oh. who, who wins a title first? Red, uh, well, Washington football team. The Wizards or the Orioles? Uh, the answer is the Orioles. Uh, with hell yeah, you have you have you have multiple first round picks. There is a precedent in Major League Baseball on how to do it. We watched the Astros. We watched basically we watched the Royals do it without knowing they were doing it, and then we watched the Astros do it, and now we're seeing the Padres do it, and a little bit of the Dodgers do it as well, and maybe the Yankees in the future. The answer is the Orioles. The Washington football team is the most dumpster fire organization in all of professional sports in the world. And um, the Wizards, uh, yeah, they're, they're not far behind. Yeah, I would say the Orioles, too. I mean, they <clears throat> they got some good players coming up. They've got great young players, and hopefully they develop them. And we're not saying it's going to happen soon, but of hey. all the teams you mentioned, it's... <laughs> It's the most likely. There's also a plan in Major League Baseball, and everybody's copying it. There's a plan in baseball, and like I said, I aforementioned all those other teams. The Orioles are doing the same thing. The Orioles are going to be good in four or five years. They might not win a World Series, but they're going to be good. By the way, their general manager, Mike Elias, was the former uh, director of uh, amateur scouting for the Astros. Yeah. Credited, like, accredited with selecting <clears throat> Carlos oh, so he's, Correa. Uh, he's yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so we will cheat to win a World Series at some point. I just bang, wanna, bang, bang the drum slowly. I just want to update you. So, they, I guess they called the ball out of bounds with 2.4 seconds left on OKC. They fouled Robert Covington, who missed a free throw, and now there's one second left. They're up by two, and the Thunder have another chance to win the game. Because you can't make your free throws. Bubble basketball, baby. So Bubble guess, basketball, baby. I, guess I am in. Was taking that shot. When they jumped after Harden blocked it, they both tried to get the ball, and I guess the Thunder guy was out of bounds. We don't have the sound on, so we don't know. But they gave the Rockets the ball with 2.4 seconds left when there was only 0.5 left when he threw the ball out of bounds. Uh, and a side note, JR just texted in, uh, Leonis just won a title with the Capitals. He's also the owner of the Washington Capitals. Okay. 
Because right. if you threw in the Capitals, though, it wouldn't be as fun of a question because, because the, the answer would be choice. the Capitals. Must be nice. Ovechkin to own two Although Ovechkin's pretty close to being done. Right? Yeah, but you got a better chance in the next few years of Ovechkin sneaking one more out. You could be Stan Kroenke, Joe. You could own a ton of sports teams and just be massively rich. <clears throat> I hate Stan Kroenke. Ho-hum. That's mostly because I hate Arsenal. All right, that's fair or foul. When we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. I see your Cardi B and I raise you a Stevie Winwood. Oh my God, they called a foul. They did call a foul. OKC is at the line shooting two. What is Down happening? two with 1.1. The rest today are this is egregious ending. This is a straight S show. It's a technical. That's a technical. On what? I don't know. We don't have the sound on, Mike. You this is radio. Remote. You have the remote. I have the remote. I have the TV remote. I don't have the television remote. Ball he don't missed lie. It. Ball don't lie. He missed oh it. Oh, my Did you goodness. see D'Antoni yell on the side? He, like, yelled at it to distract him, and it didn't go in. <laughs> I love Billy Donovan. He's, like, on the court <laughs> yelling. Maybe that's what they teed him up for. What is happening? These two games have had the worst And now they have the ball? Of- oh, right, because it's... It was a tech. It was a tech. And what is ball. happening? Now and there's, there's a timeout. They don't timeout. have timeouts. It just said they had no timeouts. I give up tonight. I'm done. The refs, first Mike, of all. come in the room, finish the show. This I'm leaving. is why people hate the NBA. Agreed. Right because here. Because this is BS. This is why I watch the Eastern Conference. No. because Boom. Patrick, Roasted. Patrick, <laughs> the game earlier today had this as well. No, I know. And I didn't get to watch that I like game, how so we started this. Uh, this hour talking about how great bubble basketball is. <laughs> now we're ending the show with <laughs> this hell is, is this? garbage. I don't understand what's happening. First off, it is a proven fact that Chris Paul is the biggest B in the history of the NBA. He's such it's a narc. Like you remember when everybody was like anti Ray Allen because he was a B and there was all this other stuff with Westbrook. No, it's Chris Paul and he's the head of the players association and he is the biggest punk I've ever seen. I thought this when he was at Wake Forest. I said it the whole time. Everybody tried to tell me, he's the best point guard in the NBA. And I said, that's fine. Well, he's the biggest B in the NBA. They were like, what? How do you not like Chris Paul? And now everyone's like, yeah, nobody likes Chris Paul. And I'm like, duh. I'd rather have Rajon Rondo. Duh. I just don't understand what happened. So I just. I hope OKC hits a shot. No. No, they do not deserve to win after Chris <laughs> after Paul just, just got it. I hope Steve, I, I hope, like complaining. I hope, for Joe's sake, I hope Steven Adams catches it at the top of the three-point line and just buries just it. Just lob it to Steven Adams. Look, it's open. Oh, no. They did throw it to Steven Adams. They did throw it to Steven Adams. <laughs> like near the three-point line. I do yeah, not know why yeah, they did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, And they didn't call a foul on that when two guys ran right into him. So, you know, you know Scott Foster, right? I, I might. Rockets on- win, by the way. Sorry, we should say Rockets win 104-102. <laughs> I need a drink. I told you this is this is an NBA show, man. Baseball became an S show. I like how I like how we just blatantly swear on this show. We just use initials instead of the words. Baseball became an S show. It's allowed. And uh, there's a bunch of B's in basketball. And uh, what the f? What the f? 
What the F? Uh, yeah. I would agree. So Rockets advance. They will take on the Lakers. Mike, you said that you think that's a better matchup. It's yeah, more exciting. I agree. I think. It's Is it more exciting because it's Harden Westbrook? Yeah. Because I, I think the style the Rockets play is terrible for the Lakers. Well, I was going to say, good luck guarding Anthony Davis. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Sorry, I, I meant it the other way. The style the Rockets play, the Lakers are, I think they're just going to eat them up. Again, have fun guarding LeBron James. Yeah, like, like they have two guys that start that are bigger than everyone on your team. And they both start. And one is a top five player of all time, and the other is a top ten player in the league. I'm still trying. I was watching the highlight. I'm still trying to figure out how they gave the Rockets the ball with 2.4 seconds left after he threw it out of bounds with 0.5 seconds. Left. I legitimately, wow, words, legitimately might have to watch this game tonight, like because we were in here and I wasn't really paying attention. So James I, Harden just, was four of 15 today. Yeah, the Rockets did not shoot well when he met, when it mattered most. He got the block. He's not clutch, but that block was clutch. That block was clutch. God, I hate him. I hate him so much. I hate him less than I hate Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook, though. Um, so I mean, I just, I just want a huge tangent about Chris Paul, so I can't. So we get Clippers, he just, he Nuggets. He just said the F word on television. We get Clippers, Sot. Nuggets, Lakers, <laughs> Rockets. Saw it. I read his lips. Clippers Nuggets? That could be pretty good. No, the Clippers will destroy him. Yeah, that's probably true. And the Lakers are going to destroy this. That's why we watch Eastern Conference basketball. Heat Celtics, baby. This is happening. <laughs> that's why you just said in the second round, they're going to be annihilations for the Lakers and Clippers. And you instantly jump to the finals as we are currently seeing 2-2-0 series leads at the Eastern Conference. And you're saying how much better the Eastern Conference is. Yeah, baby, let's go. <laughs> That's baseball, baby. Pick and choose, Patrick. Pick That's basketball, me, baby. Man, dude, why should I let you down, Mike? You know I'm a pick and choose. And I am picking and I am choosing. And the worst part is, Mike, you know why you're upset? You know why you're calling me out on this? Who's upset? You know why you're calling me out on this? Why? Because you agree. Because you agree. Now, Lakers Clippers might be a better Eastern Com or Western Conference. It might be a better conference final. But you agree that right now, it's in the East, baby. It's in the East. Go Raptors. <laughs> Good Go. luck, Joe. Go Heat. Go Celtics. <laughs> Tatum. Tatum's the best player of Bam, all those teams. Bam! Bam! Tatum's the best player of all those three teams, and Brad Stevens, the best coach of all those three teams. It's also good to know that uh, Robert Covington is the center for the Rockets. Good to know. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. It's not even Capella. It's nope. It's, they play small. <laughs> it's Robert Covington. Yeah. Next year, starting at center, uh, number thirty-four, Patrick Harris <laughs> at five, six, and three quarters. Anyway, that'll do it for us tonight. We'll see you next week. Uh, well, I guess we're we're basketball kids now, so we'll keep an eye we'll keep an eye on the bubble. We'll bring you back with all that stuff. Remember, the beers on us podcast drops tomorrow at four o'clock. Download that wherever wherever you get it. Forever, wherever, forever, wherever. For Mike Lynch, Joe Fish behind the glass. I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do, like go to Bear Lake and buy beer of the week. And Jason Tatum. Hello. You want to buy Jason Tatum?
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.